in progress. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Gunner Chat. We're here today to discuss tonight's away draw against Brighton and Hove Albion, which of course ended nil-nil. I'm joined as ever by George and Jamie. Guys, how are we feeling after that? Oh man, what a... can we start playing teams that are actually shit? I think that's the only chance we've got of actually getting results at the moment. Teams that are worse well, than like, us. Like Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, any anyone with any sort of momentum <coughs> is gonna get points against us. Um and it showed today. I, I thought the team lineup was good, but man, there was some lazy play throughout that whole team. Like how we've gone from the way we played against Spurs and every single player had a 10 out of 10 performance to I don't, I can't say which player had a great performance today. Yeah, it was, um, we, we lacked that kind of fire that we had last, last week. Um, didn't really give them too much uh, trouble but then again you could say they didn't really have any clear-cut <laughs> chances against us they dominated the game but they uh they didn't have that killer instinct either so i think it was a bit of a boring game let's be honest yeah i, I did start cooking in the second half <laughs> I, I, I i did find it quite funny how poor brighton's finishing was um and also how much it inspired thomas Partey to to do the same they clearly had a, a big impact on him. <laughs> Sooner or later, Arteta has to sit him down and say, you know that ball, don't shoot, pass. Please stop shooting. Yeah, there was one opportunity where he had Erdegaard open and it was like, what, like eight feet away from him. He could have laid it off beautifully and Erdegaard would have at least got it on target. But yeah, Partey, he's got to stop shooting well they they say that he's like banging them in in training <laughs> it's just so hard to believe he doesn't really look like banging anything in other than some old granny's head <laughs> <laughs> oh honestly doing the shopping little... <laughs> someone yeah. outside the Amex Stadium, just yeah, on the way back from yeah, Middle. Someone in Eastbourne. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we talk about the lineup, obviously, very similar to Spurs. The only change was uh, Shaka for the Conga on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think did make a difference. Um, it's kind of the lineup. Expected really, probably couldn't complain too much about the start starting team. No, you've got to say that in in theory, without uh, with with or without Xhaka, that is our strongest eleven. Um, mm. You know, the most form in form eleven as well. Obviously, Laka's not really getting the opportunity at the moment, even though he was our top scorer last season. Mm. Um, Pepe a really good form towards the end of last season but he hasn't really had a, much of a look in this year but yeah I mean Saka and Smith-Rowe they, they've definitely earned their places to start Erdegaard obviously he was one of the main summer signings you've got to be playing him um, but I think it's we, we, we need to see more from Alba Well I thought the first couple of minutes we started Sort of brightly, Saka went through, went past a few people, didn't he? Mm. Um, and you're thinking, all right, here we go. Um, and then kind of just nothing happens, pretty that, much yeah. till the end for us. So Saka had that shot on target, and then there was not another shot on target in the game till the 68th minute. That's wild, yeah. yeah. Like, 
the the stats for the game were they had 21 shots at goal, two on target. We had eight shots on goal, two on target. Yeah. Like there there was nothing in that game. As George said, it was a boring stalemate. Um, I got a bit annoyed at George in the chat because he said it was points dropped, but I don't understand how that's points dropped. Like we did not deserve anything from that game. A draw was more than we deserved. Yeah, but what I mean is these are games that we should be winning. Like going on the last week, we were talking about half, we have to be top five, top six. These are games we need to be winning. So on paper, I see it as points dropped. In the oh. game itself, you're right, we were lucky to yeah, come away. Yeah, point, it's, I think. It's, it's a team that when you're playing well, you would hope to beat, isn't it? But obviously yeah. we didn't play well, so... But yeah. they're, they're also a team that are in more form than us. They are also... They're a, Unbeaten, aren't they? Have they lost any games yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, they've uh, won them all except drawn two. If they would have beaten us, they would have gone second. Like it's they're no, not. They lost to someone. Um, who did they lose to? Everton at home. Fair enough, but yeah, they're they're a team more in form, and as I said, we need to start playing teams that are struggling with confidence because if we yeah, go. But- you against can't teams say that because it's not like oh that's that we let's pick a team that we want to play. You get given the fixture them, list. Yeah, just, yeah you've, you've got to step up. You've can, got can to step we, up. Can we play Norwich every week? We would win the league. <laughs> no, because even then, sooner or later, would beat us. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought I thought Brighton were pretty good. To be fair, I think I think Graham Potter's sort of been a little bit underrated for a little while. It, it is quite funny how sort of horrendous they are in front of goal. Brighton um, have but the grown football's pretty good with Graham Potter's beard. What's that? I said Brighton have grown as has Graham Potter's beard. Right. Where did that come from? <laughs> he's a football hipster, isn't he? Like he, he will be a big team manager at some point. Like he's I can see him moving to a United or a Chelsea in a few years. He'll be Maybe taking the boys out for a craft beer tonight for uh, coming away with a point. <laughs> he certainly seems like one of the better English managers, you'd have to say, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, just, I was just trying to think about what chances we had, really. There was obviously the sort of Saka move at the start. Um, Aubameyang was through on goal, obviously he was offside and he messed it up anyway. Um it's even though it was offside, it's the kind of thing you really would like to see him finish, though. I think, yeah, you know? um, because he probably knew in the back of his mind that he might be offside, but you can't let that get to you, obviously. Um, he allowed himself to be closed down, yeah, and he tried to go around the keeper. And I mean, Brighton center backs are not the quickest, so if they're catching you up, um, you've probably gone too far wide. Uh, Smith Rowe had a bit of a he had this uh, kind of a chance later on, didn't he? Where he, he sort of took it wide and just basically spanked it at the keeper, hard and low. Um, it's a good save, but yeah, it was was at the keeper. Um, is there anything else? I, I can't really say there was any real chances where we were like, we're going to score from this. Yeah, I did feel a little bit, you know, when we were taking corners that it was almost sort of a bit pointless. <laughs> And I I think that was reflected in their corner taking because they either just went short or way over the top. Um, You know, it's like you're aiming for Aubameyang with Dan Byrne and 
Duncan, whatever. It's it's like they don't even need to jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he 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 had uh, a close chance, didn't he? Like tallest guy on the pitch, but he uh, sent that header flying over. Yeah. Um, what do you think of players at the back for us? Uh, Gabriel, as usual, very, very steady. Uh, I do think, I know I slagged him off last week, but um, Ben White does seem to be growing into that team. Uh, yeah. I, I think Tommy had a really bad game. I, I don't think he was mm. expecting that sort of weather. Like, you've got to be expecting like a cold game in England and actually having to like really play your socks off and he just did not seem up for it. I think yeah, but um, again, he's think... one that's still growing as well. Like yeah. Very new. I think also that Cucurella guy was pretty good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He had he had his number. Mm. He was he was playing very, very well to be he fair. He got um he got man the match, didn't he, with um Sky Sports. Um yeah, I don't know. I thought um I thought Ramsdale actually was pretty good, apart from he obviously had that horror moment in the first half, didn't he, where he, um, uh, there was a cross and it is pretty routine catch and he dropped it um, and they obviously spanked it over the bar. <laughs> he pretended <laughs> to be, like, knocked out. I, I generally thought he was knocked out. At that yeah, point. I was like, no, I think he was looking for that free kick because he knew that he fucked it. Um, and, and, like, the commentator said when well, when they came back, um, that it was like, oh, he must have been looking for the foul because he was expecting it to be in the back of his net after after mm-hmm. fumbling it. But then again, he made an absolutely incredible save at the end uh, when um, yeah. Sully March put the ball back across. If he doesn't get a touch onto that, Mo- uh, Malpai is just tapping that in. Or spanking it over the bar, one of the two. I think it was too, <laughs> I think it was too, too close to spank that over the bar at that range. Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Um, gosh, yeah. What else happened? P- possible penalty shout for Smith Rowe late on? No, no, it, it was there was nothing in it. It was just a tap on the shoulder, and obviously he went down looking for it. But VAR were never going to give that. Yeah, because I think to overrule the referee as well, it's got to be a pretty serious sort of call, isn't it? Or overruling and obvious error. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah questionable whether it was. Really, an error, isn't it? So, yeah, it's 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 tough. We didn't we didn't produce. I'm I'm quite happy with the point, really, all, all things considered. Um, you know, I think if Brighton had scored in the 90th minute, we couldn't have been too aggrieved by it. Almost, do, do you think? I think if they would have got that penalty at the end, because that VIR went on for too long for my liking. Oh, that wasn't. Yeah, it was never. A, it was never a penalty, no. but it took too long on VAR, and I was like, "No, don't do this to us. Don't, don't fuck us over with some bullshit decision." Because like that's the thing. As I said, we were lucky to get a point. Uh, if we would have lost it, I don't think I would have begrudged Brighton. I mean, they didn't have enough shots on target to deserve a point, but um, if we would have lost it by stupid or dubious means i would have been angry but yeah i don't think we deserve more than a point from that game what do you think was lacking today goals <laughs> to well, obviously be quite blunt all right michael owen <laughs> <laughs> the win the win was lacking <laughs> um no i think it was a really tricky game because it was pouring down like that was it was like a slip and slide and um I think a bit of 
bit of cohesion between the, the, the front four. I mean, there was a few opportunities where maybe a ball should have been squared instead of shot. Obviously, you could argue that the Smith Rowe opportunity, Saka was open, whether that pass was really there or not. Yeah, he did look kind of covered. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think he did actually make the right call because the defender for me, did decide to send him wide. He was sort of thinking, I'm going to cover Saka and you can basically take it wide and have a go if you like. Um, and that was sort of what he had to do, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought Erdogan was very poor. Um, I do like him, but it, it just seemed like whenever we got anywhere near the ball, out, even just out of our half, he, he had a lot of poor touches. He gave it away very quickly. Um, so did Alba, to be fair. I thought I thought Smith Rowe was probably the, the best of the front four overall. Um Saka, Saka did all right, but didn't offer loads other than early on. Uh, I did think Erdegaard lost it quite a lot though. Um, particularly before he came off. I think there was just a lack of composure, really. Um I think we expected to have the ball more than we did. Like the amount of times mm. we lost the ball because we were just playing around with it. Uh, the one on Tommy where he literally just got muscled off the ball. I, I think they just seemed to be up to win the ball more than we were. Yeah, they wanted it more. They definitely wanted it more. Just like we wanted it more last week. Um, you know, it, it is difficult to go to Brighton and outwill them. Um, We've only scored one goal away from home as well. And I think maybe in the back of the players' minds and Arteta's minds, it was don't lose it more than try to win it. Maybe. Because we, we yeah. haven't we haven't played that well at the Amex as well. I think we've only won one game in the last five there, I think the stat was. It's not a place we re- really get points from. Um, yeah, I think it was don't lose more than don't and, and try to win. And I think that showed in a lot of the players. Mm. But again, it's that mentality, though, that we, we can't be having. The, the, oh, we don't traditionally get points here. Well, you know, if you want to be a top four team, you've got to overcome that. You've got to take the game to them. And today that just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. After the, the North London derby as well, we should have been full of confidence and we should have been like, right, this is three more points. We jump a few more spaces up on, on the table, uh, get closer to the Europa spots. No. There was just no confidence in that team. Um, yeah. yeah. Didn't we all? Sorry, didn't we all predict a two-one win last week? Uh, me I and said two-one, and oh. Johnny Johnny said a one-one draw. Oh, mm. yeah, I mean, you got the draw, but again, no goals. Yeah, I'll still take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, tip. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to see. It's hard to really dissect it, isn't it? Because it just felt like we were absolutely nowhere near it. Um, I thought the, the passing out was was a real issue. Um, we didn't really seem to be able to get through them at all. There was a lot of just stray passes. T- Tommy Asu, particularly in the second half, I think he had really sort of lost it by then and he looked nervous and just generally wasn't really putting things together. Um, yeah, R- Ramsdale did okay, but maybe... Maybe wasn't quite as good passing out. Do you think someone like Xhaka would have sturdy things up a little bit? Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, he's a central midfielder that can actually hit the target from a long shot. So that might have been actually nice because both yeah, Hardy did... and Sambi had long shots and they were nowhere near the goal. I just think when Jacka comes out, Lukonga comes in. And I like Lukonga, but it's such an inexperienced team. Without like, as soon as you lose one of Jacka, Party, or Abamyang, um, and Alba's not really much of a leader anyway, it's like you've only got two guys over the age of twenty-four. Like they, they did say it's the youngest team in the league. Um, when you look at it that way, to then go to Brighton, who are on fire. It's tough, isn't it, to see how you know how they can manage that game. I think then within youth, you should have the confidence to actually go for it and take more risks. And then, but we didn't take enough risks. Yeah, I think you need the balance though, experience and youth. I don't think there really was much experience in there. No, no. Again, oh sorry, go go ahead, George. No, I was going to say again, it was quite a quiet one from Alba, um, and that's who you look to most experienced on the pitch. Um, yeah. And he did and... he did get in some all right positions. I remember he had a chance or he should have had a chance just before he came off. You, you remember he was sort of partly through and he just his touches weren't great and the defender caught him up and he ended up um trying to pass it wide, I think, and it just broke down. Yeah, he looked um, really frustrated at that point. Yeah, I mean that 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 should have been a chance. Um, but I think that was it, just not enough intensity, not enough creativity, not enough fluidity with the passing. And, you know, and Brighton were very good as well, I think you have to say. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. But yes. other than that, like, not much else really happened. <laughs> no, it's it wasn't very exciting. I mean, we lost Sky Sports commentators for about five Oh, minutes. yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I, I used to I used to work on those commentating jobs, so I know the guys that are doing it. And um, but I've never seen it go down. I oh, some people will be getting yelled at tonight. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Couple of P forty fives in the morning. Mm. Well, yeah, because usually I think they're meant to have backups. So if it, if it dies, like the studio usually sort of interjects, don't they? And they say, "Oh, sorry." Um, for the feed going down, but it was just sort of silent for three they, or four minutes. To be it? to they be put fair, a graphic up. Yeah. To be fair, say, if it would, be fair, nothing happened. <laughs> no, if if it would have gone to the studio, I think I would have been bored to death by Jack Wilshire commentating on the team. Oh, he was awful, yeah. wasn't he? I love the bloke to bits. I mean, he got fined for doing the Anti Spurs song, and you gotta love him for that. But Jesus Christ, I've never heard such boring like. He oh, was awful. Yeah, he was really awful. I had um, I had it on in the background, the pre-game stuff, and I couldn't I couldn't see the screen. I could only hear it. I didn't know who the pundits were, and I heard him talking. And I was like, "Who the fuck is that? He's so miserable." <laughs> um, and then I, I saw it. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Will shit, Jesus!" And then you're like, "Oh yeah, to be fair, he would be miserable." It's almost like a sympathy pick, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Will shit, you're, you're free at the moment. Yeah, yeah, you're, okay. Come in for, uh, we'll pay you a tenner. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't think he was ever really going to rejoin. That doesn't really seem like a genuine um, possibility, did it? But, you know, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because you see Sturridge, going, Sturridge signed for Perth Glory, didn't he, yesterday? Obviously, that's the Australian League and, it's difficult to see how you'd 
come back from that, isn't it? Um, into a top league. But then at the same time, if you're just playing not just playing nowhere, playing nowhere, sorry. It's tough to get out of, isn't it? I mean, you can take like some of the Chinese players, the Chinese league players into example, like Rondon doesn't look up for it, but he's still played his heart out against uh, United today. Like he's still put in a really good performance. And that's a guy that hadn't played in four months. And I think, again, it just comes down to how much heart you have when you come back into the game. Uh, I, If we did get him to train with us, I can't see uh, I can't see us re-signing him to actually play, but just to train. Uh, there's rumours at the moment that we might re-sign Sanchez because he's going to no, be free. No, no. absolutely like, no. I, I wouldn't want him anywhere near our team at all. Um, oh, he'd be so unpopular with the fans. Like, they'd never take him back. And then I'm also seeing rumours that we might try and re-sign uh, Gnabry. Like, that would... Gnabry, Gnabry, damn it. Is it. It's just Gnabry, isn't it? Gnabry? I, th- I think they say Gnabry. Yeah, yeah, so it's Gnabry. Yeah. Well, we're looking to re-sign him. And I think that would be good because there's rumours we're going to sell Pepe in the January window. So I think that is a big um, trade-up on quality, to be I honest. We're going to get Gnabry, like smashing yeah. it for Bayern and Germany. Oh, you can dream. You can dream. He, well, yeah, sure. He does I mean, still, at the he moment, does still tweet, doesn't he, when, when Arsenal win? Yeah. Um, but obviously those tweets are quite far and few between at the moment. Even when they beat Spurs, they spanked them a few times, didn't, didn't they? Didn't yeah. They? yeah. <laughs> um, did, did you see the um, beef between Genduzi and Patrick Van Aanholt? Oh, I saw the like a screenshot of the tweet. He got ruined, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely ruined because he, um, I, th- I think the tweet was, um, even after you were proven wrong from VAR, you still piped up, watch out, or I'll wh- rip your wig, uh, your wig out. Like, <laughs> I don't want him back in the team at all. You can, he's already had falling outs with his own players at yeah. Marseille. Oh, like, he, he's, he's falling, done. Like, but he, is I there, feel but like is he'd there come any back. way he can come back? He's, no. he's only on loan. It's it's meant to be with an obligation though. It's just whether there's any criteria for that obligation to not be met. That I don't know. I wouldn't um, sign. Him. Would you sign him? Like if you got him on loan and there's an option to buy, I wouldn't buy him. It was He's, yeah. What was it? Was it option or obligation? I oh, was it obligation. It's I thought meant it was only to be option. an obligation. Yeah. So obligation, even if he. Dexter manager, I, you'd argue well, that's not Arsenal's fault. Yeah. You, you're still ob- obligated to buy him. It's weird that obligation to buy, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's just no. I I, I get it because the you know that's mm. those sort of teams haven't got a lot of money at the moment. But yeah, all right. Well, let's move on. We've got Palace at home next. Um, we're obviously going to want to see a little bit more from the team. Um, would you make any changes? What 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 do you think needs to change? I don't say goals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we've got to have a look in the team after the um the stupid international break. Again, I hate international breaks. Oh yeah. Um I don't see a lot of our players. I mean Zaka Saka might actually be out of the England team now because he did come off injured, so that would actually be a good thing. 
I can't mm. see Ramsdale starting for England. No. Oh no, actually, if it's is it no, friendlies no. or is it actually qualifiers? I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> just no one cares. No, yeah, honestly, yeah, no, no one cares. Um, yeah, it just depends on who gets injured. I know there was the new thing about um, only vaccinated players can now go to red zones. So mm. that might mean because I think only fifty percent of our team is vaccinated so oh, if man. they're playing in red areas that's going to mean they can't go so that keeps them fit for the premier league look at these england fixtures andorra hungary albania i mean who can get excited about that like it's mm. so dull i mean oh it i was thinking Wait, about I... Wenger's plan earlier you know to make the world cup every two years which obviously is very unpopular and i don't think every two years is good but when he talks about there being way less qualifiers and international breaks, you do think, well, that would be nice. <laughs> mm. I'd almost rather just have no football than an international break. Yeah, because you oh, watching these it's more uh, qualifiers and friendlies, they're so dull, aren't they? Yeah, playing a bunch of plumbers from Hungary, you know. <laughs> like, and there's, there's... the van off at the stadium after a long day, <laughs> And I know, obviously, they are qualifiers, but we're going to qualify. So it's not exciting for us as fans. It, it just seems a waste of time. It's yeah. only 12 days between the uh, the next premiership fixtures as well. So that's three games in the space of 12 days. So And travelling. And travelling. It's... Oh, I just, I hate it. I really fucking hate international breaks. And then there's another one in November. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's always a lot this side of Christmas, isn't there? Um, Yeah. All right. So, would you make any changes to the lineup for Palace? Shaka won't be back, will he? No, he's out probably till the end of the year. Yeah, end of the year. Yeah. Um, I probably would not. I think he needs to give this team a run as his best 11 if he keeps making changes he's never going to get that um that fluidity um so unfortunately that is you know a bit of kick in the teeth for players like pepe and lacquer but i wouldn't necessarily make any changes but again it obviously depends on what happens over the international break yeah would you maybe put in El Nenny as a bit more experienced than uh, Sambi? No. Sambi no, is I one think, for the future, so I, think, I would give him the run as well. I think the only thing he might do is what he did against Norwich by putting Partey as the sole pivot and then having the four in front of him. I think he yeah. might do that to be a bit more attacking. And I could probably live with that, so he'd, he'd have... Um, and that would probably see Pepe come back in on the left. Yeah. It? So you'd have uh, Partey and then sort of Erdegaard and Smith Rowe just in front of him, and they they sort of tuck in when they've got the ball, and then presumably Pepe on the left and Saka on the right, or vice versa. Um, I think that might be the best way to go against Palace. Yeah, I'd 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 accept that. Um, I think the the home. Um, fans as well should hopefully give us a bit more momentum as well i do think we have been playing better at home uh, when you got the stadium rocking george you were there for the uh carling cup it's not even called the carling <laughs> cup anymore 
uh, the League Cup. Carabao. Um, Carabao. That's, that's the one. I don't care what it's called. It's going to be changed in like two years anyway. It changes every five to six, uh, four to six years. So I'm just League Cup. Fuck it. Um, when the stadium is rocking, like you can tell the players do feel, feed off that atmosphere. I think that was what was missing during the COVID days as well. Mm. Mm. Um, and they know they have to perform. Yeah. Because they know the, fa- the fans will get on their backs and they have to actually play well. Uh, I see us beating Palace. Uh, again, it all comes to ba- down to if we get any injuries in the meantime. I'm going to say a 3-1 win to us. 3-1, yeah. What do you, what do you think, George? Um, yeah, I think we should win that quite comfortably. Um mm-hmm. If we want Ramsdale, I'm going to put him down for another clean sheet, uh, but I'll say 3 0. Just keep, keep Ramsdale on goal. I think that's probably yeah. fair, isn't it? Yeah. He hasn't he's can, done well. Well, obviously, uh, one against Tottenham, but other than that, he's been solid. Yeah, one goal in four games. Mm-hmm. Um, Bit yeah. better than what Leno did, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's unfair to compare because of the teams, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go two nil, two nil against Palace. Um, Just remember, Palace have actually got a good um, attack. They do seem to score more goals than Palace. Like they, they, I feel like they, their team is a bit more right. clinical. You say so, Palace right. score more goals than Doesn't, Palace. Right. I'm tired. All right, I need some food in me. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, Palace are a bit more clinical with their attackers than Brian are. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still think at home though we'll want to want to take the game to them, and I, I think they'll expect to sit back and try to hit us on the counter. Um, but you know who they have got? Who? Obviously, the one that I wanted us to sign, Eduard. Oh yeah, Odson Eduard. Oh, and of course, the return of Vieira. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be a nice little sort of sub narrative, wouldn't it? Oh, it will be. Welcome back as a hero, but if he gets a win, oh, oh, yeah. Do you think he'll celebrate if they score? Probably will. I mean, he's got he's got to, isn't he? As much as he's an Arsenal legend, it's his job now. Yeah, can't hold, yeah. You, you can't hold it against him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see him as a future Arsenal manager? No, I mean, no. He will all. I think. With his links, he'll always be in the running. Um, especially if he does well at Palace. Um, you know, and Arteta, whether he succeeds and um or not, I think he, Vieira will probably always be linked just because of who he is. It's just weird that Vieira's been a manager for what five years and all he can get is Palace. And no disrespect to Palace and Arteta started being an assistant coach five years ago, and here he is. <laughs> I know. Well, who did uh, Vieira manage? New York FC. And someone in. So France is this his first well? football team then? Because he's only no. soccer. No, no, no. He did New York, New York City FC for two years, and then Nice for two years, and now Palace. Okay. Yeah, niece, niece or something. Yeah, that's, that's niece. So he, nice. so he, um, <laughs> uh, isn't that where uh, Saliba was last year? I think yes. it might have been. Yeah, yeah. 
What's, what's it? Uh, he's, been, he's been absolutely everywhere. He needs to leave. He's played for so many French clubs. Um, he's been on loan at more French clubs than he's actually signed. So has he for. been San Etienne, Nice, That's... and Marseille? Is that right? Yeah. We bought him money. from St. SCM and then loaned him back. So he's been on loan yeah. at three clubs in France, but I believe only signed at one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a career. And uh, I think Bayern's been getting on all right at um, Betis, isn't he? Good. They can buy him. Yeah. How long has he got left on his, his contract? I wouldn't imagine much more than a year or two. Yeah. Um, Hector Bellerin admits he's left Arsenal to win trophies. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that when you haven't actually left the club as well. <laughs> uh, um, where are Betis in the league? I mean, they're probably higher than where we are. Look. They are... Uh, they're 10th. Ah! We're one place higher, tenth. yeah. No, we're we're ninth, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're, oh, we're one place higher. Yeah. yeah. Bellerin's contract runs out in 2023. Okay. Two years. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it's nice to see United almost lose earlier as well, saved by VAR. Um, it, it God. when you see when you see the subs they made today, they they brought on what was it Ronaldo, Sancho, and Pogba, and they couldn't beat an Everton team missing their only two good strikers at home. <laughs> but it's still an Everton team, as I've said, with a lot of confidence. Yeah. Like confidence is key in football, man. Like, if you're going to play with heart, you're going to play really, really well. And the fact that Sandros scored. Sandros? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Andros Townsend. Andros. Andros Townsend. Because I was thinking of the Sioux as I was saying it. As uh, he, When he scored, he did the Ronaldo Sioux celebration. It doesn't matter. It's still fucking funny. You think yeah, that- apparently um, Ronaldo was pissed off. Like, I think he went over to him to give him like a little pat because uh, he said he meant it as like a tribute um, and then Ronaldo was all just like fuck off <laughs> I think it, I think he was more pissed off that it was brought on and not started yeah mm. I mean but oh, it's a tough one with him isn't it because he's yes alright he's still one of the best players in the world and yeah he feels he should be starting but also you are 36 yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But then again, but he's he's still like I think when they do all these tests and stuff that he's still like that he's getting results that he's like twenty five. He's gonna play into his forties. He's got yeah one of the best fitness regimes ever. Like it's ridiculous. Like I think haven't the whole United team skipped cake now because Ronaldo skips cake. Yeah, at the end of, of meals. So they've all gone like we're not having cake anymore. And he got clocked. Were as, they all as having running. cake before? <laughs> yeah, like after training for yeah. their, their desserts. They, they were take, they wow. were having desserts, and because he refused the dessert, all the other players are now like, "We don't want cake." Yeah, I mean, Ben Foster said that you know the the Watford keeper or second keeper, like because you know he's super into cycling, and he um, he's been out with some cycling guys, and he said like, footballers don't train hard. He said they compare it to, you know, sports like that where it really is all about fitness. And he said footballers yeah. don't train hard and they don't treat themselves that well. 
So when you get someone like Ronaldo, you know, that actually does, then you, you see some serious sort of results. Yeah, just looking at Ibrahimovic, he's um he's 40 tomorrow. Oh wow. Fucking hell, he's 40. He, he's been like a, a fine wine, hasn't he? Like I feel he's been better in his 30s. Well, he's I mean, like... that, that bicycle kick against England from like 40 yards was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, 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 do you remember when he said, um, I think it was when Sweden didn't qualify for the World Cup, and he said, no, I won't watch it. Without Sweden, there's no World Cup. And then he was pictured in the stands. <laughs> and the cameras kept focusing on him. They're like, oh, you did come then. <laughs> um, right, okay, we've got our predictions. I think I think we'll do, we'll just do a short one today then, won't we? Yeah, but not, not much. Not the most exciting to, uh, game. No. Um, yeah, so when is the Palace game? Twelve. Um, Eighteen. I don't think that's right. Yeah, it looks like it's um. Yes. Yeah, wow. Two and a half. Oh no, it is the eighteenth. Oh, no, you're right. No. It is your. It is yeah. the eighteenth. Yeah, it's yeah. Monday the eighteenth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. You said it was twelve days between um the first international and the Palace game. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll be back for that. Anything else you, you guys want to say? Any any plugs? Don't forget plugs? to follow us on social media. It's gonna underscore chat on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget to listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>